Ready? Yes, sir. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the number one spiritual podcast in the world, Sacred Odyssey. I'm that was, so glad. That was perfect timing. I'm so glad I pressed the right I one. I thought you were going to hit the wrong button. I know. I thought I was going to hit something like <laughs> that. But yeah, that would have worked. But. So welcome back to Sacred Odyssey, hosted by Althea. Uh, thank you for everyone that's tuned in so far. If these podcast episodes bring you any value, share with your friends. Send them in a text. Say, hey, check out this podcast. It's great. It's changing my life. <laughs> <laughs> share the wisdom. Share the goodness. Why not? And it helps us, too, because we really want to grow and see the world. We do. We got things to accomplish. Help so the world heal. Help us out. <clears throat> so with that being said, Peyton, what's our topic today? Today, our topic is it is okay to not be okay. Mm. And I think a lot of people especially in the spiritual community or <clears throat> a lot of self-help, they kind of, they kind of miss the note on that. Mm. Like it's always, you're in a bad place. Let's get out of it. You're in a bad place. It's because you're doing this wrong. I think a, some people do focus on it, but I think uh, not as many as are needed. Yeah. Kind of focus on the point that it's like, we're all not going to be okay at times in our life. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, we're all not going to be, spiritual and enlightened and yeah extra religious or whatever it is it's like it's gonna be points where we're all human yeah and you know there's a i don't want to dive too deep into this to kind of derail but mm -hmm. there is a practical aspect to it and that is the process of manifestation the way manifestation actually works is that you have to tap into the energy, the vibration, the feeling of the reality you want. Mm -hmm. So feel it currently, even if your life is shit, feel what that reality feels like that you want to be at and feel that as much as possible every day as possible. Mm -hmm. Like it, the more you can feel that, the more you bring that manifestation in. And the reason why I share that is because the only way that you can actually feel that and raise your vibration is by loving the current moment. Yeah. Because when you <clears throat> hate the current moment and you're not okay with what is, you're constantly longing for another reality. You're outside of the present moment. Mm -hmm. And so you're never actually shifting your life because you're never actually there in the moment. Mm -hmm. And so by just being there and loving what is, even if it's negative, even if it's terrible, even if it's painful, when you just learn to love it, ironically, that love attracts more love. And that more love is going to come from a higher vibration, which means more abundance, more happiness in your life, more healing. By loving what is, you will attract that life that you want. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like one, one thing that I always have to remind myself is just align your frequency to the timeline that you are. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying not to laugh at that. One... Bro, I'm not editing this out. <laughs> you have to edit this out. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, uh, aligning your frequency. Yes. <laughs> it's good to laugh. <laughs> Thanks for watching this episode. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, no, like, think wrong. about that. Think of the irony of that, of like being embarrassed that we're laughing. Now, for like mm -hmm. practical purposes, businesses, Business-wise, you would probably cut it out because yeah. your followers would drop. Not your followers, like the view count, because uh -huh. people wouldn't be able to relate to it. People would think that. 
people would think that but like on a on a natural human level it's like why why are so many people embarrassed to be themselves yeah because this is part of like being okay with not being okay this episode part of, is not part okay the, yeah <laughs> and part of the reason why people aren't okay is because they're just they're not accepting where they currently are yeah and it's like why are you like why are you are you embarrassed are you embarrassed that you're broke are you embarrassed that you're going through a divorce are you like your shitty situation why aren't you loving it and okay with it mm -hmm. does that Regardless, make sense it does dude um before we before we go too far off i saw this uh th this picture one time that stuck with me i don't know this is kind of off topic but it said just think about how how amazing laughter is mm. like we were just laughing and <clears throat> she was saying this lady on like a Twitter post or something was like, just think about how amazing laughing is. Like we are so happy and overwhelmed with that emotion that our body literally can't keep that emotion in and it just needs to express it. Mm. Whoa, that's powerful. Crazy, huh? I've never thought about it from that perspective. Like when we try to hold a laugh in, like in class. You're suppressing emotions. Suppressing emotion because it's not like, you know, appropriate for the time yeah but just laughing is just so do you, so th do you think there's, there's truth to that though that like there's an appropriate time to laugh and not to laugh i'm curious obviously like at a funeral i wouldn't laugh yeah or but i do if i just say laugh whenever yeah you know yeah and going back i mean this is coming full circle because the funeral thing the reason you wouldn't laugh at a funeral is because in that very moment hopefully you're like really grieving mm -hmm. you're really sad because you just lost something yeah and that's a really difficult situation and so if we're gonna be okay with not being okay that first starts off with accepting our current reality mm -hmm. and not being embarrassed by it but really feeling it and loving it and so in the grief you wouldn't first off start laughing because it's like you have to feel it mm-hmm you have to really go in and really feel that grief. <laughs> does that make sense? It does, yeah. And I think that's I think that's good for people to know because like I the more and more as time passes and the more people I talk to, the more I'm realizing people don't know how to process emotions. Yeah. People don't know how to process grief and darkness and despair. Like people are have no clue how. And for some reason I've never realized that before. What is what does that look like? What does a life not knowing how to process your own emotions look like? I mean, I lived it for years after my divorce. I had no clue how. I was like numb. I was literally went to the hospital and was diagnosed with anhedonia. It's where like in trauma, your brain gets short circuited mm -hmm. so fast because there's so much of an emotional charge happening in that traumatic moment. Yeah, It's so much of a powerful charge that it surges your brain like fries and short circuits a part of your brain and all emotion shuts down it literally dies jeez that's anhedonia <clears throat> and so i was in that phase of anhedonia after my divorce for about three years almost three and a half years felt nothing Damn. so i could see things and like when i would see like a couple laughing i would intellectually know that like oh if I were with them and they laugh, then like, let me mirror that and I'll laugh. So mm -hmm. I would like laugh with people, but like, I didn't actually feel it. I just intellectually knew how to mirror emotions. So did you know, like, did you, did you feel the same feeling when 
you were in your darkest moments in that three year period and your happy, uh, happiest, was there a little bit of a distinction or mm. was it? Cause <clears throat> I know a lot of people too, who take like uh, medication for depression, anxiety yeah. and, and, you know, and they say some of them, most of them say that their medicine just numbs them out. Yeah. And they're it like, totally does. After a while, they're like, honestly, it's, I'd rather feel something than not feel anything at all. Yeah. But I just don't want to go back to feeling depression. Totally. So it's like they're like stuck between a, a rock and a hard place. Mm. You know? It's so true. It's hard. And it's really hard because when I, before kind of my dark night of the soul actually happened, I was so oblivious to like life and how hard it could be. Mm. I was looking back, I was so entitled and just. I was naturally confident, so I feel like everything just kind of came pretty easily to me. Mm-hmm. Like sales came super easy, so made lots of money. Talking to girls came easy, so I, you know, would date whatever girl I wanted. Like it'd be this whole process in my earlier life of like I had to become that person, mm-hmm. but once I became that person, I was never punched in the face by life. Mm. Like I couldn't maintain that that humility in a way, but that that more openness to the darkness. Mm-hmm. And so I think when the darkness actually hit and, and that really sunk in, I began to realize how dark it can actually get. Mm-hmm. And that's what created that like empathy for others. And I think it's actually the darkness that taught me how to feel again. Hmm. Go, go deeper into that. I that's think the darkness for me has always been my greatest teacher now more than ever. Now I'm realizing I'm here to learn from the darkness. And I, I think the darkness, <laughs> that's a pretty potent thought. I've yeah, never actually saying. thought that before until now. And um, even though we've talked about it, like hold yeah. space for the feminine, hold space for the darkness to come through. And so I literally think darkness saved my life because it was so dark. It was so hellish. Mm-hmm. It was so beyond a point of even like suicide. It was like hopelessness. Yeah. Like steps, like I thought suicide was like the worst if someone's depressed. Dude, I quickly found out there's levels past suicide. Gee. You get to a point to where even killing yourself somehow wouldn't end the pain. That's like how hopeless it gets for people. And so when I got to that spot, it was so dark that it sparked something. It became an emotion. Oh, because you're kind of going to the unknown. You're like, oh, wait, I didn't know this existed. And it created, by contrast of seeing how dark it actually get, mm-hmm. I immediately gained the gift of compassion. Immediately. Wow. Because it's kind of like, there's always something deeper. There's always somebody always. who's suffering more. Kind of like when you were saying you had to build your, your character when you were in your early 20s, totally. nothing punched you in the face. It was like, I don't know. Totally. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, and in the, the darkness, that's how that's, and so that's why a lot of the times now I preach, like I'm a big advocate for the darkness mm-hmm. because it holds all the answers. The gifts are in the darkness. So real healing happens in the darkness. So if somebody who is just struggling right now, and they're they're seeing this message message of healing happens in the dark, like oh you're you're in your darkest moment, like. Look for yeah. the beauty. Look mm-hmm. for the lessons. Most people don't want to hear that. Of course they don't. So if you were in your shoes again during that three-year period, what would you say to him from this perspective? I would say 
it's okay what you're going through and it's good and you gotta love yourself and things that happen to you you know you had no control over Mm -hmm. and so have grace for yourself and be loving and understand that you know that was unfair to an extent but at the same time wake the fuck up like what are you doing Mm. like why are you down on the ground why are you in the darkness like are you not greater than this are you not stronger than this like have you forgotten who you are what are you doing on the ground why are you not moving like why are you depressed you're letting that darkness conquer you but you're meant to go into the darkness to learn to see it to give it a voice to understand it now go back towards the light so you can share those messages and how would that message have been received by that younger talent and painfully (laughs) painfully for sure like the truth hurts Mm-hmm. And we, dude, we've been on a kick with this lately of radical honesty. Yeah. Of just like, we're getting so fed up <laughs> with everything. With dude. everything. It's like, if, I literally don't know how to emphasize this more. Everyone is lying to themselves. Mm-hmm. No one is being honest about the reality of their situation. Like, do you really love your spouse? Like, are you really happy? Is this really the best life you could be living? I'll bet you 95% of people hearing this will say, no, it's not. I'm definitely not the happiest I've ever been. I'm Mm -hmm. not the most successful I've ever been. I'm not the most wealthy I've ever been. And so it's like, well, what are you doing? Wake up. If if you want to live a better life, you have the ability to do so. You have the power to do so. And it's painful. Like, I get it. If you're broke right now, you have absolutely no money and you hear this dick just saying, <laughs> yeah. hey, what are you doing being so broke? Get, go get money. Be successful. But it's like, you have to start being honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. It's like, realize the situation you're in, but then at the same time with compassion and love, realize who you are. Like, you can do this. You can do this. Like, you, you believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. You have gifts and skills that no one else has that you can offer to the world in the form of a gift, in the form of a service that people will pay money for. Mm-hmm. What is that gift? And that's important, combining both money and material with spirituality. We have to start like bridging that gap. Well, what's funny is you, what you and what I would consider your gift to be came from the darkness. Oh, completely. What would you say my gift is? I'm curious. I'll t- and I'll tell you what your gift is. Okay, this is fun. <laughs> this is a gift. We'll call this, we should do this every episode, but for people. For people or like different topics or whatever? Yeah. Let's or guess. All right. Your gift is just the ability to see people for how they are. Mm. So this actually goes in on both topics for the, it's okay to not, to be, not be okay. This past week, we'll talk about how I had like a down week. It's okay to not be okay. Um, and side note, the reason we're talking about gifts right now, because this may seem random, <laughs> is because I think when we share gifts and people see that we have gifts, they also see and realize they have gifts. The gifts in themselves. So by us showing this, it helps people to start repeating this process of when you see someone, you know, try to pick out their gift for them. Yeah, and you can see it within yourself. Mm-hmm. 
So that's the first one, just being able to see people just like no, nobody can lie to you, yeah. you know, at least you get that from their energy. Yeah. They can't, the energy doesn't lie. Right. You feel that and you pick up on that and just intuitive. And then all of, obviously the other one that we've talked about multiple times, just like the be- finding the beauty in chaos, sitting mm. in chaos in the darkness long enough to restore the order. Yeah. And a lot of people might think <laughs> that they're like, what star Wars quote is that? <laughs> to restore order. That's a good one. <laughs> But it, yeah, it just makes sense. Maybe you can share like a, an example of that or. Dude, there are so many. So I want to go through your gifts first and then we'll, we'll get to that. But I feel like for you, if, if you know Peyton, then at one time or another, you will hear, hear the word stable. Mm. You will hear the word, um, steady. You know, Peyton is just a very calm individual who I'm starting to realize just goes at his own pace, (laughs) you know, like he doesn't Uh really slow down for anyone, but he also doesn't really speed up for anyone. He kind of just goes to his own pace and kind of does his own thing. And that neutrality actually is a gift because it allows him to be neutral with others. Mm -hmm. It allows him to not sink in the two lows of lows with people so he can help them back out and be like, Hey, look, it's, it's, it's not as bad as you think, mm-hmm. but that neutrality also helps him because there's not a high high for when people really get in their ego for you to also bring them back down. Mm. Like, Hey, like you're not that great. Like, <laughs> come on. Right. You have yeah. that neutrality. You're very steady and a good listener. One of the best listeners I've ever met. And really? I think that's why a lot of times in podcast episodes, I think you ask some very good questions. And I, I've noticed that because most people don't, right? Not to be a dick, but most people don't ask good questions. It's mm-hmm. a skill. And, and so I see that in you, that you can ask those good questions because you're such a good listener. Mm-hmm. Listening always precedes questioning for you. And unfortunately, in our society, it's reversed right now. So... Yeah. I appreciate that. Those are your gifts. Those were some new ones in there I haven't shared I know. Before. There's just some new ones. I feel yeah. like I got to make some new ones for you. Oh, no. We got good <laughs> ones. That's cool, though. Yeah. You know, I think this is important. It's funny because we've done this a lot. And I think yeah. in every ceremony we've done this. But nothing makes me happier than being able to see someone for who they are and their gift and then share that gift with them. Mm-hmm. Be like, hey, you want to know what you're really good at? Like you're really good at like cooking and then all and, of a sudden, and I know you don't like, notice it because that's normal to you. Mm. That's why we don't recognize our gifts because we're so good at it that it's normal. Mm-hmm. Everyone can do this. No, they can't. And so it takes other people to point them out for us because to them it's not normal. It's yeah. amazing. And so I think we, we need to start this trend in society where it's cool to start sharing gifts with people physically and emotionally, yes, but also giving the gift of pointing out someone's gift. Mm-hmm. I think that is such a powerful practice that can literally create way more intimacy in the world, drop walls, create more vulnerability, and we'll start connecting to each other and realize that we are one as we start to point out gifts. Dude, do you, do you can you imagine how many people would actually step into their true role if people were pointing out their gifts and mm. they didn't even realize it. And they're like, wow, wait, wait. You guys don't do that? 
Wait, I can actually I can actually do this. What? Yes. You see how powerful it is? It's powerful. It's such a powerful technique and and I've never even talked about it before. Maybe in one other podcast, but we do it all the time. Well, do you And so see. I'm now just starting to realize I need to be sharing that technique with people. And I, yeah, like I think that's I think that's insanely powerful. Like you'll see we have clips of the camera after the episode is over, we, you know, record with our guests and uh, we just pause the recording. There's, there's clips on the camera still of us sitting with the guests afterwards and Talon just being like, what's your superpower? Not even asking, telling. Yeah. You're like, man, from that, from your energy in the podcast, I got this out of this. Yeah. I got, you know, I saw that you have this gift and they're like, wait, really? Hmm. That's yeah. interesting. Or, or they know it or, you know, it's like, yeah. And do that with your friends. Do that with your friends. And it what it forces you to do, and again, like, I do understand that with me, one of my gifts is to see people's gifts. Mm. Like, that's just straight up a gift. But it's one I had to work on. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm telling people to do this, because even though it may be my gift, it doesn't mean that you can't acquire that same gift. Because yeah. I think everybody can. And, and so in pointing those out to anybody, even if you don't have that, it's, it's creating this connection. It's forcing you. If I tell you, if I stare at you in the eyes right now, and I've done this before with people, and I'll just be like, hmm, what do you think your gift is? Or you want to know what your gift is? You know, and, and when they have to sit there and like think about it, or like, hey, what do you think her gift is? Mm-hmm. Right? Hey, Peyton, that girl right there, what do you think her gift is? The first thing you have to do is you have to just stop. Yeah. You have to pause everything because you, number one, you've never been asked that before, but number two, you have no clue who that girl is. So how would you know what her gift is? Well, you're going to have to start to tap into energies. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to start to like really see the person for who they are and in seeing them for who they are, they're like, mm, look at the way she carries herself. Look at the way she holds her energy. Look at the way she smiles. I think she has that gift of caring. But you know, it's also interesting that helps the person who is telling the gift to tap into their intuition. It's the only way it it teaches them on like a pretty simple level, like just telling somebody their gift. You have to intuitively read their energy. Yeah. And then that just carries over the next one. Yeah. And, and you do have to do this process sincerely, right? Like, and what I mean by that is if I'm just like, yeah, that guy's gift is to be fit or that guy's gift is to be rich. Like it's like really, this is why this is actually fun with friends because you know them already. Mm. So don't worry about the stranger one, but like it's, it's fun to do with friends because you already know them. You, and so you can start to pick out certain qualities they have that to you are gifts, but they may not see it because it's normal to them. So it's a fun exercise that I think people should try. Yeah, dude, I think going way back to um, when we were talking about the gifts part, yeah. um, you being able to just see people honestly for who they are, you, and bringing this full circle, you have a really good um, ability to allow people to see and actually come to terms with the fact that their life is not okay. Mm. And then shift into a positive perspective. You're not just shitting on them being like, bro, yeah. your life is crap. But you're like, your life is crap. Now what? Let's do something about it. Yeah. And just seeing, and I think that's the first step too, is like realizing that it's okay to not be okay. It's not giving up. 
No. It's not being like, okay, I'm okay with this. I'll stay here. It's loving yourself to enough to dive deep into understanding why you're not living the best life that you want. And then being able to hold space and understand who do I need to become to live the best life that I want? Yeah. All right, let's move in that direction. Yeah. Like you have to, in, in order to make any sort of progression forward, in order to grow, in order to reach your goals, to reach your vision, you have to start where you are, which means you have to see where you are, which means you have to absolutely know and understand where you are. And most people don't. They have blinders on. And they're like, oh, no, I'm okay. Yeah, no, my relationship is all right. Yeah, no, like I, I have enough money sufficient for my needs. But like secretly, subconsciously, they're like, I want so much more money so I can plan this vacation. Yeah. Or like, I honestly, I, why am I in this relationship? Like it's etiquettely proper and like the family knows we're together and I could never, I could never break up because that would be so painful. I'm not that happy, but like, you know. And so we, we just constantly lie to ourselves. Yeah. So we have to actually start looking at that and, and accept it for what is, but that doesn't mean you hate it. Mm-hmm. It's the opposite. You love it. It's okay. Don't be embarrassed. If you're broke, that's okay. That's totally okay. And if you're in an unhappy marriage for 12 years, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Like you're here. You realize it now. And just, just own it. Yeah. Because the first, if you own it and people see it, like you have to accept it yourself yeah you like if, if the whole world if you were to say listen if you were vulnerable and you know at a dinner with your friends and saying hey actually my marriage is not doing the best you have to accept that if you're going to be telling other people that yeah or if you don't accept it you'll you'll realize that you will soon just naturally yeah it's been like, actually it's out there like i can face it in the light and i can see it for what it is owning that it's okay to not be okay yeah. Allows yourself to really fully accept it and know that it's a part of you because yeah. it is you. You are in that situation. Yeah. And then love it regardless. Yeah. And then love yourself enough to want to change it. Yeah. There, there's a quote that says, if you can't fix it, feature it. You know, and it, huh. it goes along with this story of this guy who he had this, <laughs> he had this really, really shitty beat up car he would get all the babes in the city just all of them just like loved him and it was like you know how did he do this like with that car because you have to have a nice car to get women you have to that's a rule and so one time they observed this man in the bar and he sits down with this girl and he's like yeah you know you if only you could go home with me then you could see my ride it's so nice i mean we probably aren't (laughs) going to go home together but like you know All the girls love what I drive. It's just so nice. Like it's, but you know, we're probably, and he'd play play that game with them and he'd tease them to the point to where the girl was desperate, him just building it up Mm -hmm. to go right in his car. Them thinking he's driving some G wagon or something. (laughs) And he takes the girl that night that they were observing outside to his car to this just POS car, just dump. And she's just in shock. And he just starts laughing and he's like, see, I told you it's the best car in town. (laughs) Immediately, boom, all like embarrassment, shame, guilt, Mm. anything over that car, he transmuted Mm -hmm. by really building that up, being confident in that and owning what he couldn't fix. At the time, he didn't have money to buy a new car. Yeah. So he owned it. 
He just accepted it, but he enjoyed it and loved it. Back, it's circling back to the beginning of loving what is. Like, find a way to enjoy your situation. That's actually how you transmute it. Mm-hmm. You first look at it, you first accept it, you then start to love it and see it for what it is, but then you start to have fun with it and play with it and, and let it really teach you. And that's how you really transmute the darkness and things that you're wanting to change but don't seem to change. Was that, well, there was you that go. too much? <laughs> no. No, that was incredible. That's a good analogy, right? That's yeah. how, and I've literally never shared that in my life, but I, I'm starting to realize again that all these things I can do, I've been keeping for myself. Like mm. I'm helping people, but like one-on-one. When I yeah. work with like people or clients, it's like I'm helping them to heal, but then it's it's behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. I've never shared any techniques. I've never shared any of this. So it's like, how are we going to heal then? Right? Just a bunch of us like me going around healing people one-on-one. Like it's going to take forever. Yeah, It's literally going to take forever. So all of a sudden it was this inkling of like, hello, self-empowerment. The reason people aren't changing is because they don't know how. Mm -hmm. They have no clue how. So why are we not teaching people how to heal? Why are we not teaching people how to change? We're getting people to like come to like breathwork ceremonies and come to this and this and this. But like, let's just, you know, teach it to them and share more on the podcast and different things like that. of Like how to do certain things. Yeah. And that's what I mean. The irony is that's what Althea is. Yep. Right? That, that's Althea. <laughs> that's exactly what Althea is, is teaching people how to heal themselves. Yeah. This past week, for whatever reason, life just hit me with just a confidence dip. I don't know. I don't know what it was, but it was just like, there's a lot of uh, uh, not confident emotions, just like, I've never, really, I've never really dealt with depression or anxiety or stress or, or anything. But confidence is one that I have, and for whatever reason, it just, it just spiked this past week. And I was sitting there, and I caught myself right before I started feeling bad for myself. And I was like, I'm actually. This is actually interesting that I can catch myself before feeling bad for myself. And so I was like, hmm what about this? Like what, let's just look at the the situation as a whole. I was like, okay, so what am I feeling? I was like, wait, wait, why am I feeling that? And I looked back and it allowed me to like be aware of the stuff that I still haven't purged or the stuff that I still haven't worked through or dealt with. Right. And so and instead that's of, why you're being triggered with lack of confidence. Yeah. And so it was, it was, it was these emotions that well, I kind of had like a realization. I was like, if I'm in the same spot my entire life, nothing is going to get triggered mm-hmm. because there's no new um, sensory inputs or there's nothing. There's nothing. There's no challenge. There's no challenge. So nothing's going to be triggered. Right. But if I'm constantly upgrading and I'm trying to become a better person and I'm trying to become a more confident version of myself or, you know, just working on life, then the self-confident triggers or those things that I haven't worked through mm-hmm. are going to, are going to pop up so they can be purged so they can be purged because if I'm trying to become the best version of myself, the best version of myself has worked through those emotions. Mm-hmm. So on my journey of, of becoming the best version of myself that I can, I have to come face to face with these. Yes. So I looked back and like, 
if there's a lot of those emotions in your life, it might, it may seem overwhelming, but, but for me, it like, it was just an, an epiphany of like, oh wait, we can work through these things if we're aware of them. Like yeah. it's because I am trying to become a better person yeah. that I can actually now see these and then thank them and be like, oh wow. So thank you for bringing that to my awareness. Yeah. Thank, thank you, you for, for helping me. And supporting me. And supporting me and becoming my better in my better. Yes. And realizing that aka the the darkness, the bouts of lack of confidence, the bouts of depression, the bouts of anxiety, these low vibrational states are are darkness. Mm -hmm. And so as you see it for what it is and are able to accept it, you then realize that actually you can transmute that and you're in charge. Yeah. But you just have to accept it and see it first. Dude, that's such an amazing story. Yeah. It and really is because we don't have enough of those stories that clearly lay out the blueprint of going from low to high vibration. That's what we mean by that. It was it was fascinating because like, and because I haven't really had like a confidence dip in a while. Obviously there's things like normally that are triggered but it wasn't like a big dump until just last week. And I know it, I know it takes a lot of like work and, and you have to do it over and over again to under, to be able to catch yourself and then flip it and then realize your emotions like while you're feeling them, you know? Yeah. But, but it's yeah, worth the work. It's worth the work 100%. And then, yeah, just being able to see that and then see it for what it is. And then yeah. being like, oh, it's coming to the, the the surface because it's not supposed to be here anymore. Yeah, And reframing that as, oh my gosh, I'm progressing. Yeah. I'm growing. I'm receiving this trigger and this thing I need to explore and sit with because I'm growing. Mm-hmm. And it's the common cliche for every level, there's another devil. So as you up level in life and grow, you will be faced with new demons, new darknesses, new insecurities, new things that are popping up, but really they're not new. Yeah. Like, you know them. You're, you're, familiar <laughs> you're familiar with these friends of darkness. They've and, been here before. Dude, it's, it's funny because like in order to have that perspective, I gotta have, I had to have love for every version of myself, the one that was feeling it right then. Mm, April talked about this. Yeah. The one who felt it but didn't deal with it before. And then the young child who that um, subconscious thought was placed on first. Like you got to have love for every version of yourself and then realize like still like understand that it's okay to not be okay. In the sense for me in this scenario, it was like, yes, I want to be better. And yes, these, these feelings of not being confident or whatever. um, Yes, I don't want to feel them, but where I am now was where I wanted to be six months ago. Yeah. So it's like have love for this version because you had love love for this version yeah. six months ago. Yeah. And then now that you're here, what well, you're just gonna not stop loving yourself? Yeah. You know? Totally. It's such a beautiful process. And I realized the power of podcasts. I personally think this is my new idea. <laughs> I literally think every human being should start a podcast 
And all they talk about on that podcast, you can do other things, but like on your podcast, all you talk about is your gift, what it is, and how you do it. Because if it's your gift, you're a master of it. Mm. And you can share that with others. We should do a TikTok series. We should. Because Stay tuned. Th- does that make sense, it right? Does. That like if everyone started a podcast and all they talked about was their gift, they're the masters of it. That's why it's their gift. Then we would all learn how to do that thing. And you would be in alignment because you're operating from your highest self, just talking about what you're good at. Mm-hmm. And you're so good at it and you talk about it and you share it with people that people start paying you for it because it's valuable. And that's how everyone starts to then become financially free by doing what you love. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the bridge between spirituality and money that we said at the beginning is you have to start making more money, more wealth, more abundance that you deserve to make an impact in the world and fully live your highest self. You have to have that money, but by doing something on this earth that you love. Mm-hmm. It's not slavery. You're not, <laughs> you're not, not being owned. You're not hating your life when you wake up in the morning. You're waking up so happy and because you're operating from your highest version of yourself. You're sharing your gift with the world and you're getting paid for it. That's, that's the new earth theory, that's bro. The, the new earth theory. That's my new earth theory. Like I think I think that would literally change things overnight if you people started do? doing that. We should put a we should put a poll on on our Instagram. We should. Saying, What's your gift? And then yeah. just reposting all of them. Bah, 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 bah. Well, and I've always done this. Like back when I had my company North Star Survival in the Untold Story series, mm-hmm. I would ask on every interview, What what's your superpower? What do you think your superpower is? Did you ask me that on mine? Did I? Because you were the very first one. I don't know if I really. Did. I can't remember. I was the first one. I think so. I oh. might have. But it, it's such a great question to ask because, for me personally, the reason I ask it is because I already know what their superpower is. You just want to see if they can see it. Mm-hmm. I already know what it is, so mm. I want to see if they know themselves well enough. If they, and not like a test. I'm just curious if if they know themselves well enough and if they're in touch with themselves that they can see their own gift, their own superpower. And nine times out of 10 people can. If really? They really? Yep. Nine times out of 10, I get a really genuine answer of people like where they really pause and like, wow. Hmm. Wow. What is my superpower? And they really think about it. And because I can hold space and they feel safe in that moment, which is important to do for people mm-hmm. because they feel safe. It's not like, oh, this is my superpower, but I'm embarrassed to say it. They feel safe. So they're like, you know, my superpower is grieving. Ashlyn told me that. My superpower is grieving. Jeez. And I was like, whoa. I was like, tell me more about it. And she continued to share these dark moments of her life that gave her the gift of knowing how to grieve. And so she literally now teaches people as her job. She gets paid to teach people Who how is to grieve. Her name is Ashland. Shout out, shout out to Ashland. I don't think so, no. I want to meet her now. Yeah, shout Jeez. out to Ashlyn. Uh, oh, she has a podcast. This is so terrible. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, so that that's powerful, right? That that goes to show that your darkest moment contains your gift. Mm-hmm. What you had to obtain, who you had to become to overcome the hardest moment in your life. Let's do an exercise right now. This is fun. All right. Everyone think right now who's listening to this, think of the hardest moment in your life. 
Like literally, what was that? What was that moment that absolutely took you to your fucking bottom and just broke you and you thought life was over? My sixth grade math test. <laughs> there you go. This is a sixth grade math test. No. And, and really think about it. Like dig deep. Think about it. You probably want to think too hard if it was that painful. That's the trick. There's simplicity in this. You shouldn't have to think too hard because it would have been a moment that really broke you. And if, and if you can't, maybe it lies ahead of you. You know, we always have new things coming in, but think of that moment. Now think of how empty and vulnerable you were and how difficult that was and how lost you were. You just had no answers. Who did you need in that moment? And what, what tools did you need? What, if you would have had these or this technique or this thing, if you would have had this, that would have helped you get out of that darkness. What was it? What would it be? And then now at the current position you're in your life right now, today, as you're listening to this, look back at who you actually have become and how did you overcome that moment? What did you need to gain? Who did you need to become to overcome that? And that right there is your gift. And for those that haven't overcome it yet, that are still in the darkness, oof, even better, even better. You're in it. You're closer to the gift. Mm -hmm. You're not as far away. You don't have to think as much. You're in it. You're in your gift in the darkness right now as your life is falling apart really start to look at you know who do i need to become to come out of this and how can i love this fully and as you start to love yourself more fully that's when you start to see yourself more and that's when you'll start to notice these gifts and realize that the darkness is a lesson it's trying to teach you something i wonder how many people will go through that and realize that they became who they needed when they were younger. Mm, yeah, totally. You know? Totally. Like if, if this version of myself, 21 year old version of myself went and talked to the 16 year old, 16 year old version of myself, who was going through like a life question, mm. it's like a huge moment in my life. Right. Um, if I was his friend today, like I would be, that would have been such a great moment. Like that would have been mm -hmm. like so helpful, so easy, Yeah. but it wouldn't have made me who I am today Yeah. to then realize that I could have helped my past self. Yeah. But then it's your obligation to go and help somebody else in that same situation. Yeah. Share your gift, you know, express totally. your gift. And so you can share like how powerful is that, that your friend is teaching people how to grieve because that's one of totally. the things that you've been you've been talking about recently mm -hmm. is processing emotions not knowing how to yeah imagine if you weren't capable or you didn't know how to process grief yeah well in and this is so important because the topic is always around everyone wants to make more money let's just be honest everyone wants to make more money so the topic is always like oh follow your passion but again, we did an episode on this and it's the worst advice ever because it's so vague. It's like no one knows what their passion is. It only fits a few. It barely fits a few. So it's like no one knows what their passion is. So that's terrible advice. Mm -hmm. Follow that and you'll get money. Well, they don't know what that is. And so it's like, where do you really start? And I think the real question along with the curiosity that we share, which is the baby step, it, it's really what is your gift? And that's what will make you the most money. Look at all the best people in the world, the masters and the super rich. Elon Musk, dude, give me a break. He's in his gift. Yeah. He is operating in his gift. He knows what his gift is. You think he doesn't? 
<laughs> Look at all the successful people in the world. Oprah Winfrey. Kanye. Her gift is literally to engage and communicate with people. That's her gift. Kanye West. He's an innovative genius. He's in his gift. Mm-hmm. Right? Tony Robbins. He even says oh, this himself. In his gift. He's 100%. like, my gift is I'm a communicator. So he communicates with people and transforms their life. Like, let's be honest here. You think these people don't know what their gift is and that they're not operating in their gift? And then why are they the most prosperous in the world? Could you imagine if everybody was at the level of Tony Robbins in their own craft? And it is possible. It is. It's going to be a journey there, but it's possible for sure. And it all starts with knowing what your gift is. And this comes full circle to the very beginning of it's okay to not be okay. Because when you just surrender to those dark moments and you're not okay, but you become okay with that and you just love it, you then open up to the darkness of teaching you what your gift is. Amen. I say we end it there. That was a (laughs) loaded episode on like, that is in real time how you transmute darkness right there. You want to change your life? You want to transmute darkness? Like, you want to see what we do in, you know, ceremonies and with people and like what I do with people? It's that. Learn how to do that with yourself. Yeah. Amen. Damn. Damn. (laughs) Look at that. That was a good one. All right, well, everybody. Hopefully, that adds some value. Hopefully, there wasn't too much noise through the middle of that with our <laughs> fridge in the background. Um, but thank you for tuning in, Sacred Odyssey. It's a blessing to be able to have the mic. The mic is a privilege. It's mm-hmm. a blessing that Peyton and I get to share our voices, and and like in a very non egotistical way. Like it's it's like humbling. Actually, people probably think we have such egos, but it's it if is you fun really listening f- to my it, own voice. It is. I'll give you that. <laughs> I love talking, to be honest, on the podcast. But it's beyond that. It's like. If you really feel into our emotions, it's way past that. That yeah. It's like being able to speak on the mic is a privilege because you're sharing your gifts with people in hopes that they can heal and live a better life. That's what you're really hoping. That's that's what the whole goal of this podcast is. Yeah. So, so anyway. Do the activities. Find your gifts. Share gifts with others. Like let's let's get this new trend going. There you go. Peace. Peace.